Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. Please refrain from eating or drinking while in the museum. And, ma'am, put those tears back in their ducts. There is no crying in baseball. Welcome, everyone, to Discontinued On Display. I am Chris, and I'm joined by... Matt. Uh, This is the podcast where I get to discover how much Chris knows about sports. Uh, Spoiler alert. Um, I I know one reference, and I just used it in the intro. Um, And I only know it... Well, we watched um, A League of Their Own in school, and I also work at a place where they filmed parts of that movie. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. The her, Mr. Hershey, the the baseball manager, the guy who owns the team. He, um, the house where I work, the historic house where I work, is his house in that movie. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like wow. they filmed, like Tom Hanks has been to where I work. Oh wow! Like they Look filmed outside of it, they filmed inside of it. I mean, Bill Murray has been to my town because of the movie Groundhog Day. So we're just like you know, famous. Adjacent. We're just six. We're six degrees away, really. I but I I don't I think I've mentioned this. I've met um Jim Belushi. So I've actually met a celebrity. Ah. How how was uh how was he? Like yeah. was he okay. I mean that was kind of a weird way to ask that. And he wasn't he wasn't mean or anything. He was he was just a human. Like, I mean, he was there to do a thing and he left. He was polite. Like I didn't get the impression that he was like Mother Teresa, but he also was not Satan. So he was hey, just an you know individual. What? Honestly, I'm 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 here for the just not a complete jerkwad. Yeah, he just existed. Yeah. I, yeah. I have no no qualm with him. He he lived his best life. He came. He did some improv at my school, um, and because I my I went to college at DuPage, and they have an acting scholarship in his brother's name, in oh, John okay. Belushi's name, and so he came back when we were doing a big gala for the um for the scholarship. Okay, so that's cool. why, and I was the scholarship holder of the year, so that's how I got to meet him. Oh, nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking oh, I've about... I've also seen the back of Colin Mockery's head eating a sandwich. Oh. Um, I know someone who, uh, she worked in like TV and film stuff and she did a thing with Colin Mockery and um, uh, he was like waiting outside for a car and she, you know, walked up, uh, um, walked up to him and was like, hey, you know, anything you need? And he said, what kind of things are we talking? <laughs> I love Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery's fantastic. He's my favorite human being. I I was house managing at a theater he was performing at. So I was close. I was physically very near him. But I did not have the guts to go up and say, hi, I'm sorry. I just need to say hello. I've I've watched Who's Line since I was a kid. I didn't do it. I was like, you have to be professional. Don't acknowledge him. Let him eat a sandwich. He's Colin Mockery. (laughs) Like, I feel like he, I'm sure he would have been nice. I feel like he probably would have been very polite. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But at the I, same I, time, I, I was vibe. I was too scared, and I was like, I'll lose my job. Well, and, and I get it. Like, you don't want to be, 
it, being a fan of a celebrity, you don't want to be like the crazed fan. You just want to be like, hey, I really like your work. I like I'm a fan of you and I like what you do. Like, and sign, I, I, sign my sign my boobs. <laughs> Colin Mockery, here's a shot. I, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to go get um, this anyway. in the morning. So today we are talking about the TV show Pitch. Uh, this was a very recent TV show in the last yeah, five years. 2016 um, to 2017 that I didn't know existed. Yeah, I've see, never I, knew heard this, of it. I knew this existed um, and I, I, I have watched a couple episodes. I'll be honest, it, it did not capture my attention in the way that Interesting. others did. But um, um, so you, you mentioned before we get into that, though, you mentioned a League of Their Own. Have you mm-hmm. have watched any other baseball movies? Probably. Like I like oh, I'm like, like I, when as a kid I saw the Sandlot if that's what you're the asking. Sandlot Angels in the Outfield got that one. I don't think I've seen Angels in the Outfield. I know it exists though. Um, um, um hang on. What's the other one that uh, I I oh my gosh I'm I'm totally I'm totally blanking on. I've seen movie. the episode of Shit's Creek where they play baseball. Does that count? <laughs> um sure. Um uh, have you seen the movie Major League? No, I, I've never heard of it. Okay. Okay. Charlie Sheen is in that movie, and um, uh, that actually is a, a sports movie. I think you would like. Hmm. Um, have you ever seen the movie Basketball? No. <laughs> That's by the creators of South Park, and it's exactly what you would think about <laughs> by the creators of South Park. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get your level of sports media, and then, um, uh, how many times in the past five years would you say that you have? watched a sporting event that is not like a cultural event so like i consider the super bowl to be a cultural event that i know people that don't watch football at all but sit down and watch the super bowl because yeah it's fun you need great halftime show fun commercials mm-hmm. all the pageantry how, how how many times would you say oh gosh how many times have i watched a sporting event in the last five years um during during the pandemic I don't think I've watched a single sporting event. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't. I don't usually watch sports. Like if I, the last time I would have seen one would have been, I would have gone to a baseball game. I, I think I saw a, like a local team play, like like one of the small like a minor league. So did, uh, like, like a minor Cam- league, King yeah. County Cougars. I think I went to a Cougars game. Yeah. The last summer we were all my job paid. Like we always have a summer outing and we have a. Christmas party and the summer outing was going to a Kane County Cooters Cougars game and no one from my team was going and I don't like baseball and I like going to baseball games but like that's actually the one sport I do like going and seeing played out I don't minor know league why baseball, I find that one in- minor league baseball games are where it's at they're a ton of fun I'll go to any I, I don't I think there's something about the camaraderie and I like a hot dog um but yeah um I, I can't I cannot genuinely someone invited me this year to go watch the Super Bowl or to watch um I, I I know someone who's a very big Dolphins fan and they asked if I wanted to come watch a Dolphins game and I was like you don't want me there I was like you genuinely because I'm going to want to engage with you and talk to you and you're going to want to watch that game I'm going to want nothing to do with it so outside of seeing things in passing oh 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 I lied I I can think last summer um at Cantini Park where I work we hosted um we do vintage baseball stuff. Okay, and yeah. One of the things we did is we had a bunch of the the female 
vintage teams come out and they threw balls around and they they did a game with some of the kids who came like so they they had enough people to have a an all-female team mixed with the different leagues and then um my brain just turned off um and then they pulled up enough kids to be the opposing team so that would be the last sporting event i was at and, and witnessed okay um, so by way of contrast, I am a massive sports fan. Um, I've been watching s- sports since I was a kid. I follow everything, um, some more closely than others. Definitely, you know, NFL and NBA are my main follows, but I, I have a general working knowledge of pretty much every sport. Um, I love sports. I love going to sports. Um, i I minor league baseball where it's at. First of all, minor league baseball, their stadiums are smaller, usually cheaper. Um, and they do wacky stuff and usually have wacky names. Like our, the one near my house growing up was the Lansing lug nuts because Ooh, that's it was, fun. cause it was where the, the, um, Oldsmobile factory was when Oldsmobile was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a great song, you know, you gotta go nuts, go nuts, go nuts, go nuts, lug nuts, lug nuts, lug nuts, lug nuts. And then, you know, that was the song that they'd, they'd hype you up with. And you still remember it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's wasn't really a lyrical masterpiece. Um, it was pretty easy to memorize. Um, and then the other one that I love that they're no longer this, they're the pit spitters now. But it was the Traverse City Beach Bums, Ooh. and their and their mascots were two bears. One was Sun Tan, who was a brown bear, and another one was Sun Burn, who was a red bear. And I very much enjoyed that. That's cute. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, and and yeah, it was just like small stadium, easy to in and out, easy in and out, fun time. Nothing, you know, nothing. No, no big pageantry or anything like that. You get good seats. So, yeah, I, I, I love going to minor league games. And then there was one. We went to the Thanksgiving Day football game in, in Detroit one year when they were playing. I'm a big Packers fan. They were playing the Packers. So um, we went uh, we went and saw that. And uh, we, at Ford Field, they have a family section. Uh, so, like, you know, no swearing, no drinking. Uh, and so we sat there because my grandparents are with us. And uh, the funny thing is of how many people got into that section without knowing it was the family section. (laughs) And that was honestly a little bit more entertaining than the actual game, hearing the people complain about how they couldn't have a beer (laughs) and how do they get in the family section? I I loved it. I loved it. So I, I am, I am pretty excited to talk about this and drop some sports knowledge on the discontinued on display feed. So I, after I, so when I first read what the show was about, I did a little research because I was like, what's happening here? Before I do that though, Matt, can you explain to people what this show is about? Cause I don't even know if I understand what this is about. Really? Like, it's I very think simple. I do. It's, it's very simple. Um, the, the, it, it is a part pitch is a partnership between Fox and major league baseball. Cause it, it uses real major league baseball teams where it is follows the first female pitcher in uh, a fictional first female pitcher in the major league. She plays for the San Diego Padres. And that that's the premise of the show that you're following her journey as being the first female, um, you know, really around 2016, 2017. And those, those have um, continued conversations have continued today, especially in baseball, because there isn't a woman's baseball league. Like there's women's softball, 
but uh, there's definitely more and more, like if you watch the Little League World Series, there's definitely more girls that are starting to play for these Little League teams. And I want to say around this time, there was one girl that had 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 gotten really like famous because she was a girl pitching in the Little League World Series and was doing very, very well. And so, um, you know, this kind of became a big conversation. And that's what this show is kind of I was just trying to capture. I was thrown because I was like, there isn't there's never been women in major league baseball it's and like i because like i think of like like how i quoted in the intro i quoted uh a league of their own like i thought that that was major league when everyone had gone to war i thought the women were in major league but so like i did read i was like who was the first woman to play professional baseball i was like this isn't a fictional thing and then like i i did dive a little deeper and figured out that it was a woman on a team with only men and i was like okay obviously that probably hasn't happened yet Yes. But, yeah. Um, yeah. There's two women cited, and it's hard to tell. There's there's a, probably a difference in like the level of which they played, um, at which I don't understand. So the, there's the queen of baseball, who lived from 1894 to 1964, and is considered the first woman to play professional baseball, and that's Lizzie Murphy. And then there is a woman named Tori Stone. Um, who played with a set uh, with the St. Paul giants, a men's semi-professional baseball team. Um, and they, she is also cited as being the first woman to have played um, professional baseball. But then there's also reference um, to um, a pair of women who were apparently the first women to play in the major league baseball section. So it seems a little like herky jerky, on whether or not, like, on what what happened, uh, which threw me. And at first when I saw the show, I was like, why wouldn't you make a show about, like, the genuine first woman to play baseball and what that was like? And that probably would have had a little bit more success. Um, And then the more I figured out, I was like, oh, this is like a woman is playing against a bunch of men and it's showing that she is just as strong, as capable as the men, and that's what's happening here. And okay, I get it. it. It took me a second to get there. But also, I do think that the show, based off of the things I read, while apparently wonderful and groundbreaking and amazing, might have been a little sexist still. <laughs> because it yeah. sounds like it sounds like there's so based off of one of the descriptions I read, she has a there's like there's there's te- there's like sexual tension between her and the team captain. And I was like. That that I think completely erases the point of this is that she ends up probably having a romantic relationship with one of the men on her team. I think that blows the the groundbreakingness of this right out of the water that she obviously would fall in love with somebody on her team. Like, I mean, it, it very much was a stereotypical drama series just grounded in sports. And so what they were hoping for was that you had one group of people that are, we love dramas. Yeah. Give me, you know, relationship drama, not necessarily romantic, but also, you know, amongst, you know, players on a team or you know, give me that. And then you have sports people. Yeah. Sports. And I think they were hoping for this perfect marriage of, hey, honey, want to watch Pitch with me? It's a sports move, you know, show. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, I guess I can because I 
I like sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what they were hoping for. But remember, this is, you know, this is recent. This is 2016. So streaming services are very much uh, a thing. And we've talked about this at nauseum on, on this season that, you know, network TV just isn't as much of a thing. I mean, what I, I, I thought about this today. What was the last network TV show that you l- not watched after the fact, like you got the, you know, you saw it on streaming, like kept up with watched like from the beginning and kept up with the seasons. Do you remember the last network TV show that that was for you? How to get away with murder. Okay. So that was fairly recent and I didn't um, finish it. Okay. Okay. And it wasn't that recent. That would have been, well, I guess it was in the last seven years. It was It was in the same time around as Pitch. No, it started before then. Yeah, it started before then, but the later seasons were around. When... I started at the start and I stopped way before it ended. I think I stopped in the middle of season three because they started jumping the shark. They yeah. started they started killing too many people. And I was like, <laughs> I can't buy into that. I love Viola Davis, but I don't, I can't buy into this no more. Yeah. Um, I want to say for me, it was Once Upon a Time. I think that was Ooh. the last network show that I actually like watched, you know, kept up with. Outside of that, I can't remember the last time. And some of it is because I like watching sports. And so I just like when I had TV, I didn't really watch TV shows anyway. I was watching sports. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, Wednesday night, that, is, you can it, stream now. Yeah. And even that I can stream now. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have cable because I I don't need it well you have to have you have have to have some cables in your house otherwise how would your computer be working right now well i don't have yeah i don't have you know cable tv (laughs) this is why you come to the feed this is why you come um so i you know i so i this show definitely did not i take off in the way that they thought it would but from what i from the reviews were very, very positive. Like, mm-hmm. I, I believe I saw like 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. People really, really, the people who watched the show and the critics who reviewed it had positive things to say about it. Well, I think it's because it was, someone was finally speaking up about there should be a professional women's Major League Baseball representation. Um, and I guess that also to me, like, again, it took me aback. I'm not a sports person. And I was like, do women not often are are there any other sports where women play against men or play with men? Like, do they do that in tennis? Do they do that in they probably do it in golf? I imagine they would do it in golf. Um, I doubt they do it in football. Um, <laughs> and um, like, do they do it in soccer or anything like that? And I, I feel um, like they don't. I feel like it's always just women's teams, just men's teams, which I. I know there's starting to be this weird blurred line because of uh, people who are transgender and are sports people. And so they have to leave a men's team and start playing on a women's team, but then people get angry and vice versa. So I feel that line is going to start blurring a lot more recently. um, And as we go forward, um, but I'm also like in school, I would play like in high school, Jim, you'd play baseball against girls. You'd play soccer against girls. And I'd get my butt kicked every time. Yeah. Um, For most sports, there is a separate women's league. Like golf, there's a separate ladies. It's LPGA. Um, That's one of those. Yeah. Like that's one of those that I think within the next 10 years, I'll bet golf just consolidates and says just, you know, that that's one. Tennis, definitely. They have mixed. Now they do have men's and women's, but they also have mixed doubles that you have, you know, one man, one woman and playing against one man, one woman. 
Um, like that's something that very much is still a thing. But what's to um, say that a woman couldn't face a man in tennis and win? Um, there, there's not. I mean, uh, there's probably many women tennis players that could. It's. It, I don't know. Like, like again, I, I, certain contact sports, because I feel like based off the phys- physical differences of like size, like someone could get very hurt. Um, but like baseball's not really a contact sport. Well, that's the thing is baseball is the one that lends itself easily because because baseball, it, it's it, it's definitely not. I mean, if you look at there are definitely some baseball players that are big, brawny power. And then you have like scrawny, short people that are amazing athletes that could very easily do it. I mean, basketball is another one that there's, you know, there's the WNBA, but there's absolutely some WNBA players that could play in the NBA. I I, I am full. I, I fully believe that. Cause I was going to say, I feel like there you got that height thing going on. And I feel like again, physical, like science, like biologically, I feel like men can get drastically taller. Um, and I feel like at that point, cause then their legs are longer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, I mean, the amount of, uh, there's definitely, there, there would definitely be, be women that have played in the WNBA that would, that would make it in the NBA. I, I fully believe that. I mean, Lola Bunny, um, uh, competed yeah. very well with Michael Jordan. I almost said Jackson, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan. I mean, if that movie had Michael Jackson in it, that would be, <laughs> that would have been a whole other movie, <laughs> that would a whole nother movie. But uh, yeah, but this, I think this show kind of was, because around this time, that conversation was happening that, you know, when is this going to happen? And I mean, football even. Um, I mean, when I was in high school, we had a a girl kicker. Um, She actually made it on SportsCenter uh, uh, one time because um, she was, she kicked off. Guys, you know, other opposing team runs back the kickoff, weaves through the defense and has one person to beat and it's the kicker. He very easily had enough field to outrun her and score the touchdown. He decided, no, 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 I'm going to run this person over. She grabs him by the collar and goes low and drags him down. And our our side went nuts. <laughs> and it was number six on these t- Sports Center top ten. And I can I, I cannot imagine that guy. Waking up to the texts and phone calls of like, dude, wake up! You're on Sports Center. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's. I I I think what's hard about this is like I would get creamed in football, but I also know some women that wouldn't, and so it's it's hard to like this that 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 whole line is is very, very hard. And I think is a bigger discussion that is coming in the next 10 to 15 years of sports. Cause you're right. The line's starting to get blurred. Do we have men's and women's, you know, uh, in 50 years, or is it just, we have tennis competitions and that's it. <laughs> um, so, so pitch, um, yeah, yeah the thing we're here to talk about, you know, uh, uh, man, I have, so I have at the end of this, I'm going to tease this now at the end of this, I have a sports story, uh, as a pitch of why sports are fantastic. That has as nothing a, to I'm do sorry, with the TV as show a, as a pitch as a, oh man, oh man. I didn't even, I didn't even mean to do that, but I'm just, I'm so good at this that I just make puns without, without trying, uh, without trying. That's true. I have a story. Status. I have a sports story that I have to share that has nothing to do with baseball or, but it is. Even if you hate sports, you should get involved in the drama of sports because it's delightful. Um, 
Anyway, so I guess my my thing with this show and the couple episodes that I watched and um, that I remember and then, you know, kind of reading the synopsis is I think one of the reasons why it didn't attract many viewers because, okay, yes, it was unique in the fact that it was the first women pitching in the major leagues, but that was really the only unique thing about it. Otherwise, it was Mm -hmm. just like a generic show. Yeah, I watched the, um, what's it called? The teaser, the original teaser for it. And I was like, I, I, this is, this is the same skeleton with different meat on it. Like it, oh, there's controversy over this random thing. And, um, my favorite thing is that at her first game, apparently she just like throws wildly bad, like ridiculously badly, like to the point where even I'm like, well, you look like a toddler throwing that, which again, I feel like is so like, if you're going to do a show about the first female pitcher in the major in major league baseball her bad pitches shouldn't be that bad because it just made like this feeds the narrative that well clearly a lady shouldn't be doing this that was just my off my no, my no, you gotta you gotta do it more like this because this is the no ladies shouldn't be doing that they should be in the kitchen cooking me dinner women um <laughs> and then and then this was my favorite part. So spoiler, this is going to be a spoiler for anyone who okay. wants to go back and like find it and watch it. So there's this clip of like, it's after the game that she doesn't do good. And she goes and her dad is um, like, I don't like it was in her hotel room or something. And is like, what did you do? Like, and like is berating her for her bad choices and we're going to go practice and you're going to get back out there. And then it shows them in the, like a practice range where she's just chucking balls and um, he's just watching. And I'm watching this and I'm like, he's dead. He's totally dead. He's been dead for years and he's in her mind. And I Googled it. Lo and behold, dad's been dead for years. in a car accident and i was like of course he is like this is the most predictable thing and i don't know if this is the best way that we want to represent this thing yeah i mean it's it's very very cliche and that's what i say it was like very vanilla um and and even that whole like okay she her first outing's horrible and the only reason she stays on the team is because the owner demands it and then after that she's fine like she's a good pitcher it's like oh uh, okay (laughs) and also Um, the Get me out, coach. I can't get me out of the game. I'm like, oh, for the love. Again, like if this like, this isn't helping the, the narrative we're trying to help. I'm sure eventually like it all turns around. But then again, sounds to me like, and please correct me wrong. She goes and she bones one of her other teammates. And I'm like, that's going to screw up the narrative too. Like, oh, see, I didn't, I don't, the, the synopsis and I didn't go into deep in-depth synopsises. I I don't I don't know who she you know gets with in this series. Um, it said that there was a, clearly a connection with her, with the team captain who I don't remember what he did for the team. I, I yeah I, I think he I think there was just like that tension and that was going to be explored later. Um, and so it just it, it was just very vanilla. And then um, so the cliffhanger that this ends on. Uh, so the team doctor at near the end of the season says, you know, we got to watch her pitch count. A big thing in, in baseball is the pitch count. One of the, you know, obviously if you are pitching, 
your arm is very valuable. And so if your arm is tired or your arm's not feeling well, if you go out and do high stress pitching, there's risk of you injuring it. So the team doctor says like, Hey, we got to be careful. You know, you know, don't, uh, uh, don't, don't let, let's not tax her. And, and they agree. Okay. One last start. Well, in the season finale, she's pitching a no hitter, which if you uh, know anything about baseball, a no hitter is when you have not given up any hits to the opposing team. It's very hard to do. Um, and, uh, often, um, when, when someone is pitching a no hitter, you don't take them out because it's like you want the pitcher to continue going. And so instead of taking her out, he leaves her in and she makes a throw to first base and grabs her elbow. And the last thing you see is her going into an MRI machine. And so it's the, I thought thought you were talking about the ending of, of pitch because it sounds to me that you just described the, the one of the, the, the finale in sky dancers. It is similar. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Why are we not talking about sky dancers this season? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess probably because we've already talked about it at nauseum. <laughs> at nauseum. Sky um, dancers. Dancers. <laughs> I can do anything. Sky dancers. Jay. I can pitch a baseball if I really try. It, the ball will fly. <laughs> you know what? That's what this show was missing. A 90s theme song. <laughs> Probably. You know um, what? I gotta say, that's something I miss about modern television is we don't have like theme songs and like yeah, there's cool no intros. Opening. It's usually like dramatic sound, the titles. And I get it <laughs> because a lot of shows like want to have more time for content. So if you get rid of that, it gives you an extra like 30 seconds. And in TV land, that's a lot. But like. I don't know. Give me a, like, I want another thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Like, I want that freeze frame of Betty White smiling at a front door. Like, that's what I want. I just want Betty White back. But yeah, I mean, don't we all? Don't we? I all? haven't finished my necromancy course yet. So give it time. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that, like, okay. So, okay. It's, I, it's a cliffhanger. It's, a, that's the lamest cliffhanger I've ever heard of in my life. Ooh, my elbow. Okay, 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 sports knowledge here. That sounds like one um, of those, like, have you seen those clips of the Spanish soap operas? Or, like, I think it's also, like, the Indian soap operas where they do something, like, where the woman, like, gets slapped and she, like, falls and she grabs a curtain, wraps it around her neck, and then pretends, like, the slap caused her to, like, start suffocating. Like, that's what this sounds like to me. Um. Okay, so... Uh, uh, it- I'm going to have to adamantly disagree with you here. Um, So uh, elbow injuries are very common in baseball. And the biggest thing it's called Tommy John surgery. Um, So what this is, it's, it's formally known as an ulnar collateral ligament reconstruction. Um, So what happens again, when the arm is stressed, it tears this ligament in the elbow and then you, you can't throw. (laughs) Um, Which if, if you're playing baseball and you can't throw, kind of a problem. Um, so this is a procedure that takes pitchers out for a year. It takes a year long to rehab. It's similar to like an ACL injury where just you got to give that muscle time to be able to, um, 
be able to work back up. So like this, an elbow injury are very elbow injuries are very, very common for pitchers and Tommy John surgery, which uh, he didn't invent the procedure, but he was the baseball pitcher pitcher to first undergo it successfully Mm. um, is a very common uh, is a very common thing. It's the joint that uh, it's the inner side of your elbow that helps secure your elbow joint. So you can imagine that that's probably pretty important for baseball players. So I, I get that it seems like, oh, my elbow hurts, but uh, it, like it, it's legit. <laughs> like, that's like, a legit do, do baseball injury. That she need, do they tell her she needs the surgery? Or I thought the ending was just she goes into the cat scan machine. Like this is TV. She not only should need to have Tommy John's surgery, she should also be carrying Tommy John's baby at the end. Like that's what the <laughs> ending should be. Like, well, okay. So it, it's, it's, it's not necessarily that she's going to have Tommy John surgery. My opinion would be, cause okay, here's the thing. This is the worst cliffhanger for this reason. You're not going to, you know, will I ever pitch again? Oh no. You're not going to have a show about the first female pitcher in baseball that goes for one season of her pitching in baseball. And then she has an injury where she never gets to pitch again. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> So, I mean, I bet where they were going with it is that this was what was going to create the conflict where um, they they moved too fast to success in the first season where it was bad at the beginning. And then by the end of the season, she's pitching no hitters and which is like the pinnacle of pitching. And so now it's like, shoot, we have to knock her down some pegs because otherwise every episode is like, oh, and she just wins all the time. Oh, it's great. So I'm assuming then like season two, maybe in season three, it would have been more of like, okay, rehabbing and maybe having to go through the minor leagues. And like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff they could have gone with. So they'd kick her out and put her back in minor league. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's very common for players that have injuries. Uh, Like, like big name major league baseball players have gone to the minor leagues to like rehab because it gets them in game reps. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like spend, they spend a week down at, um, the, you know, the, one of the squads, which that squad loves because then everyone comes out and pays ticket money to see this big name player absolutely mash against these, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, inferior players, so to speak. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's very common that you, you send them down to minor leagues and then just like bring them back up as a way to like do rehab work. Um, so, but it, so that, that's why the cliffhanger is like, it's, it's a telegraphed cliffhanger. Like you're going to bring her back. She's not gone forever. But there, some, someone was asleep on a couch too. And, you know, I want to know if that, that character ever wakes up. I mean, you know, I literally Googled what is the cliffhanger of this show? And it was like, she goes in, like she, she gets a cat scan. The, the character who doesn't like her is sleeping on a couch. I'm like, and is someone approaching with a knife? Like, why are we saying that's part of the cliffhanger? But um, does he have narcolepsy and we don't know if he's going to wake up again? What is this? I think um, he's just, he's probably sleeping because he's worried about her. No, it's the character who doesn't like her. Oh, then he's like, ha ha, take that. He's like, I can sleep soundly now because you're going to die from your stressed elbow she probably wouldn't have even i i doubt it would have actually been hurt i'm sure it would have been like oh that was a close call you just tickled your funny bone because you threw it a little weird <laughs> you're a lady you're se- sorry um, you're a lady you're sensitive you can't just throw balls like that they, they, balls are sensitive like a lady you gotta treat them gently like baseball <laughs> buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks like have you have you heard the baseball song from the from ragtime oh yeah 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 i love that song yeah 
Yeah, that's a great song. Um, are we becoming a ragtime podcast now? We are. Um, Our first season, we were first season. We were. I don't remember what we like. We were a Muppets on. podcast. Yeah, we were a Muppets oh, it, podcast. We were harping on the Muppets, and then we were a Sky Dancers and AC Gilbert. Yes. Show, and now we are specifically ragtime. Yeah, ragtime. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about ragtime more. Um. Uh, so you know, it, so here's where corporate ineptitude comes in. Because it's not just the vanilla nature of the show. Um, the biggest sport in the United States is NFL football. All the numbers, everything. Like, it, 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 I think in last year, it was something ridiculous. Like 70 or 75 out of the top 100 most watched sporting events were NFL football games. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, um, this is what America is into. This premiered on a Thursday night. Well, you know what else happens on Thursday nights in September? My Thursday night football. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> Thursday night football. So you are competing with, uh, with the most popular sport <laughs> in in the United States with a sports show that you're trying to get people to watch. So the sports people are going to watch football. <laughs> like if someone were to walk up to me and be like, Hey, you want to watch NFL football or you want to watch this drama series about the first women major leaguer? I'm choosing NFL football. I'm like, no, I'm going to yeah. watch the actual sport, not a fictional version of the sport. I just said that. And then, so- oh, oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. So the other shows on Thursday night that we're showing were NBC's Chicago Med, ABC's How to Get Away with Murder, and then followed by Grey's Anatomy. So, you know, these aren't just like your throwaway shows. These are super popular shows. So, like, in my mind, they put it at the completely wrong time. (laughs) Put it at a time where there's not sports. (laughs) If you want your sports people to watch. Was it wasn't the Sean Fox? Yeah, it was. Fox just doesn't understand time slots, do they? Because they did this to Firefly. Yeah, they're they're just. Uh, uh. Well, now it's a Disney. Now it's D- Disney t- took them, so D- Disney will well, fix it. And I did hear that that was a big thing in like they were looking at like reviving it on a streaming service. I think but, that got shut down. But that got shut down because it was all in. It was happening when the when Disney was looking to buy 20th Century Fox, and so it kind of became a okay. Well, where would we put this show? It's not really a Disney Plus thing, um, though. I guess now it is because the Netflix Marvel series are now on Disney Plus, and those are very adult content. Mm. Um, and so it, it's it's just they they just didn't seem to have a home for it at that point. And I, I think Disney was like, "Listen, we've got a thousand other projects that we're trying to do, like just." We're just going to, no, we don't need to bring this back. So So what do you think? Do you think it should come back? No. um, I agree. I'm okay with a sports-based show, Mm. but don't make it like every other drama. Make it, make it more interesting. See, and I think if the show is supposed to be about supporting a change in, well, here's, here's my other weird thing. If, if the major league baseball association was involved in this show, which is supposed to support the change of women in Major League Baseball. Why hasn't it changed? 
clearly they're apparently interested, but not interested enough to do anything but make it fictional. Uh, let me yeah. get out my invisible cigar. Those women. Like, what? Um, I think a show that would be stronger than this would be, like, ex- go a league of their own. Take a real story about real women doing highlight. Like, we don't need to make a fictional story about a woman breaking the mold. You know why? Because a lot of women, it's Women's History Month. I'm getting on a soapbox. A lot of women did do amazing things and in sports. Find one of their stories, research it, and make a whole show about it. You could like like the two women I mentioned earlier, like tell their stories or AC Gilbert's, but maybe these women's in sports. And um that that's a show that you should do. It highlights a ama- it, it'll hit the history people, it'll hit the sports people, it'll it'll hit the people who are interested in and and have heavy desires to see women better represented in a place like the sports arena. That's what you should do. I also think if you're wanting to tell a story about empowering women, do like actual historical women that actually did things. <laughs> like not that playing baseball isn't important, but there's absolutely women that have attributed to things in history that would make a really compelling show. Correct. And I mean, a lot of those have already started popping up. Like they did that one with Octavia Spencer about the first woman billionaire there's actually a lot of debate mm-hmm. that actually the woman they um did you watch that show no i did not i watched a couple episodes i i never went back to it it was good but the woman they paint to be her adversary is actually the first woman millionaire and they just completely like shove her off and are gonna tell this other woman's story and i'm like oh and they paint her out to be a lot more bad of a person than she really was historically they just need they w- decided to tell madam cj walker's story she's the first woman who like became a self-made millionaire and died a millionaire because the other woman lost it all yeah Um, i mean uh, good for her what 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 where was that show netflix oh that was netflix okay yeah see i netflix i just there's so many netflix contexts there's so much just but yeah there's a lot of shows right now about really strong like that's something i see a lot more of and i love because then it like i learn a little something and like i mean yeah yeah, there's there's so much um, there's so much that out there that we could make that just instead of a fictionalized version, um, I I think it would be, I think it would be um, better to just tell the story of real women who are doing real things, and mm-hmm. then when and if and when there does become the first major league. Uh, player you know women playing in the major leagues then make a show about it mm-hmm. <laughs> um because i don't know for me it it keeps it fictional it keeps it i mean and i got I, at that at the, in the same coin i should also say it sh- it, it it makes a, a a girl a young woman watching the show go i could do that because look this woman did it um but that's why and i think you agree with me I just listed earlier three women, two to three women who actually did this thing. Go tell actual human being stories so that someone can go, if a woman could do this in the 1800s when women weren't allowed to like vote, like I can do it now. Like that's the story you should be telling. That's where we should be getting our inspiration from is from the fact that it can be done. It has been done. So we can keep doing it. But that is just me. Yeah. 
And um, one of the women too, I think it was Tony was the woman's first name. It's it's slipping me now. She was African American too. Like so it also is like it's not just it's also showcasing the the strength and the importance of women of color in sports. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, use those stories. Those stories are powerful. Those stories are gonna shake things up and change hopefully bring about a change. Yeah. Thank you for coming to yeah. my TED talk. <laughs> yeah, I just think again, like corporate put it at the wrong time and just the show was just and they didn't make her pregnant at the end like that was oh, that's what shot you know, it in the foot that 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 would have done it <clears throat> i i would be dem- i would be banging down fox's doors to make season two if she was pregnant um and i will say i did as always do ebay <clears throat> oh. and you will be very surprised to hear that there was one thing oh and it was complete first season on dvd for 30 okay <laughs> that and doesn't was, surprise me and there was only one of them not surprised i think you can watch the first season of this on hulu i think now probably so um anything else on the show pitch before i i launch into my story no i'm i'm i just i think it's a shame that especially reading how important a lot of people found it and how yeah. beneficial it's a shame that it didn't get to keep going and do those beneficial things. But to me, it sounds like it was also a twinge problematic. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Tell your story. Regale okay. me. Okay. Paint us a okay. word picture. Okay. I, I will. Um, so I, I get it. I get why people don't like sports. But the with the evolution of social media and sports stars now not being just like, you know, guys that play sports and that's all they do. There's some fantastic stories out there. And one of my favorites is the curious case of Brian Colangelo. I swear, uh, I thought you were about to say Benjamin Button. I'm like, dude, that's a movie. No, we all know it's no, 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 we no, know no, what not happens. Benjamin Button. This is not a joke. Okay, I, I must say this is not a joke. This is not a bit. This is like actual events that have transpired in this world. Um, so a little background information. The Philadelphia 76ers are an NBA basketball team. And... For a long time, they uh, there was a guy named Sam Hinkie who was in charge of he was the general manager, so he's in charge of making the decisions of of what players to get, all this other stuff. I don't know, Matt. That sounds a little hinky to me. <laughs> he he just he 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 did this um, famous thing called the process, in which his team he he basically built a purposefully bad team to continually get top draft picks so then he could flip that into a good team later so like this these teams were awful they would just um they they would lose so many games but then they'd get these high picks um and so he unfortunately got fired after you know so many losing seasons as you do in sports and brian colangelo became the new general manager um, and so, uh, this is, um, uh, oh, I gotta find out what year this is. This is 2018. Um, and so February 7th or February in 2018, um, a, a, a guy from the ringer, uh, the, the website, the ringer, he receives an anonymous tip that Brian Colangelo has been secretly operating five Twitter, Twitter accounts. And he's been using these Twitter accounts to criticize NBA players publicly debate the decisions of his own coaching staff, as well as critique former Sixers general manager, Sam Hinkie and another president 
of of another team. Telegraph the 2017 trade, which the Sixers acquired the number of overall pick, and disclose non-public medical information about a player and gossip about other players to members of the national and Philadelphia media. So he he pinpoints these five accounts um, that um, so the unnamed source included one like one one that followed media members, Sixers employees, and NBA agents, but doesn't tweet. And four that have posted tweets and one that was active like between 2016, 2017, two that were active in the past five months, all this other stuff. So what he does on May, Tuesday, May 22nd, 2018, this reporter emails the Sixers and shares two of the account names, um, but did not disclose the other three, just those two. Um, on a follow-up call, the media representative told me, told the told the reporter that he would ask Colangelo whether he had any information on those accounts. That afternoon, within hours of the call, all three of the accounts that were not discussed were switched from public to private, essentially taking them offline, <laughs> and um, and and uh, just like evaporated. Um, uh. And since this reporter contacted the Sixers, there was one of those fake accounts that unfollowed 37 accounts with ties to Colangelo, including several of his son's college basketball teammates. And so later that day, the rep calls back and confirms that one of the accounts did in fact belong to Colangelo and that Colangelo denied any knowledge of the other one. And uh, um, so... What, so when he asked whether he had discussed my inquiry and with anyone else in the organization that afternoon, he said he'd only spoken to only one person, Colangelo. The week after, he contacts the, the Sixers to ask about the seemingly linked nature about these five accounts and gets a you know generic response. Um, but it, it 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 goes into this whole like his wife was was using one of the accounts to like i mean and it was it was stuff like he was absolutely sandbagging um like players on his team because he didn't like that sam hinky was getting credit for the draft picks that he made because hinky was this genius that that tanked and got him all these draft picks so he's like bad mouthing him through all these other accounts um it it is this guy it, so he he was very much fired after this oh thank god <laughs> he was very much fired after this um like it it goes into like the the stuff he was he was um uh the 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 stuff he was saying you can go back and uh I w- I, what we'll do is we'll figure out how to link this article you can read this article um uh, I, I i don't want to go through it in full because it, 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 it there's so much here and i don't want to like belabor but the biggest thing was 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 this whole like he had five burner twitter accounts that he was using to badmouth people like in his business and he got found out <laughs> you know you know where you could link that uh matt yeah um, Where could this, I link that? At the Sorcerer's Network website. Oh, I could link that. Um, yes, I will figure out a way to link that on there. I'll figure out. We'll do a little. Uh, I'll do a little. Uh, do a little thing there. Um, yeah, it's it is a great read. Um, uh, it's 
it's it's written by the guy that did all of this investigating so you you like see his process but it, it it's just an absolute mess and yeah he was fired um uh he was fired on June 7th as uh he or he resigned i guess um because and his wife admitted to establishing and operating a handful of anonymous twitter accounts that were critical of players and other league executives uh, it it's it's it, it it's a delightful story and so oh this is the stuff that is just so much fun. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, since we talked about where you're going to put it, that you're going to put it on our 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 website. What where else could they find us and our oh, content? Gosh. You can email us uh, discontinued on display at gmail.com, Twitter at discontinued pod, Instagram at discontinued on display. Again, sorcerernetwork.com. Uh, definitely go ahead and check that out. We're proud of that project. We're still working on it, but we're definitely proud of it. Um, rate and review us. Tell your friends. Um, you know, definitely uh, we, we want you to uh, uh, spread the news about all the stuff that you can get by coming to discontinued on display and we're coming on the back end of this season here we got to figure out what our next season is going to be and be able to announce that soon here i think we should do um uh discontinued water supplements water supplements that's the first thing we came to <laughs> that is mind. incredibly specific <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a i have a couple ideas i think that would be good but i'm gonna hold on to those nuggets of joy okay 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 um, uh yeah all right let's uh let's get out of here all righty so like 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 they like they say in baseball we're gonna home run out of here <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> we're done we're done pucking around like they do in hockey um, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Matt's dead. I might be pregnant with Jimmy whatever's baby. I'm out of here, y'all. Bye, bye, Peace. <laughs>